It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. So, Dale, we're going to go with a little heavier question right now. Um, Isabel just typed this in, but I think this one is, um, there are several people that are probably in this boat right now. So we're going to go with Isabel's first. Isabel asks, hi, Dale. I'm very sad right now. I know a young woman who took her life last Friday. We had just met and I had a gut feeling she needed community. She just didn't seem okay to me. I then watched some videos Uh, I watched some of her videos on Instagram and learned she had depression and anxiety. I had intended to text her to go get coffee, but I never did. And now I never can. My heart is heavy. Dale, what lessons are there for us in situations like these? Uh, Well, first of all, um, if you can, choose to be as easy on yourself right now in light of this experience whenever uh, someone uh, leaves us as in they die take their last breath whether they do it on their own accord as in a conscious suicide or they do it through some natural cause or or it happens through some natural cause when it comes on especially unexpectedly it's like a shock wave going through our system so just you know that's good to know that it's a shock wave so part of what you're experiencing right now is a shock like a you know a quake has gone off or your electrical unit in your home you know the uh breaker unit uh one of the breakers have gone off so to speak and it just sends a little bit of a shock wave and so in this case this is this um is a shock wave into your system. And that in itself is just going to take a little bit of time for you to recalibrate. Um, You will recalibrate. It just takes a little time. So that's why it's so important to, uh, or would be really beneficial to, you know, give yourself the permission to really just be with this, but to also cut yourself some slack here that ultimately that was her choice. Number one, Number two, um, we, what can you learn from it? So, you know, because there's a great likelihood that there's a lesson here somehow, some way. And so, and that lesson could be anywhere from, you know, was your intuition speaking to you? Um, and if so, you know, did you listen to it? Or to what degree did you listen to it? Or if you didn't listen to it, why didn't you listen to it? Um, and more specifically, it might this be a pattern in your life? And so that would be one place that maybe you're going to want to check. Another place uh, could be you might have um, old, hidden, accumulated grief inside of your field or in your emotional body from maybe a previous time 
where uh, death, unexpected death has occurred in your life, either with another person, with a pet, an animal, or maybe some part of you, maybe even from a previous time. And uh, that grief hasn't been processed yet properly. In fact, this is a big one for people around death, just in general, even, in, even when you know the death is coming from a loved one, so to speak, uh, as in they're in the hospital and they're in their last days kind of thing. And many times people have a very difficult time uh, getting real with the grief from the loss of that loved one, even though they know it's coming. And usually the reason, or at least a major contributor to the reason as to why they have such a difficult time dropping into the grief of uh, and the sadness, the grief and the sadness of an experience like this is that they have old accumulated grief still in their cells that they have not processed out yet. It's all hidden energy, buried energy, alive. In other words, it's it's still there. It's alive. Hasn't gone anywhere. Just sitting in our field or somewhere in our subconscious or in our physical body. And so when this sort of thing happens, especially when we get the shock value, when that shock uh, value happens as then we didn't see it coming and then all of a sudden it came and then we find out that the person was reaching out a little bit or at least reporting out loud uh, that they were really depressed and having a difficult time with whatever was going on in their life and then we didn't respond to that, uh, then it happens. So then we get that shock. And then out of the shock, uh, eventually needs to come the grieving or the sadness, which it sounds like you're already touching that. Um, but in that, you might have grief from a previous experience, which then makes this experience even heavier. And then lastly, I would say to that is that because uh, there is so much suicide going on right now, um, I had said to Joe the other day, uh, who's uh, in, in charge of our production side of our company now, and um, we got talking about the kids that are suiciding. And it's something that I know I've mentioned on a previous Elevate call that I've been following very closely. And uh, our, our children are, they're taking their own lives. I mean, we've got more 10-year-olds, more 12-year-olds, right now taking their life than we've ever, ever experienced before. And meanwhile, talk again about the imbalance. We've got this thing going on with the teachers and the teachers union and the politicians and the money and then the COVID and on and on and on. And meanwhile, our kids are just, well, the kids and the parents, I would say, uh, the suffering is just getting louder and louder and louder. And so part of how this is playing out is the suicide or our our challenges with suicide on this planet as a humanity have grown. Uh, now, this is just a number just to make the point. Uh, don't quote me exactly on this, but just to make the point, they've grown times 10. I mean, I've never, and this is something I have followed throughout my life because I've dealt with a lot of suicide uh, with people that I've come to really love and appreciate. And then some I've been fortunate to help them not suicide in my life. And um, so this is a real. Uh, 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 project that's very dear to me. And um, so I follow these numbers and it's just, it's, it's the whole thing is spinning out of control, if you will, on one level um, and nobody's really dealing with it. And part of why they're not dealing with it, I mean, there's the narrative for whatever that reason is uh, type thing. 
but then there's this grief. There's this grief and sadness. I would say, you know, like even with all the seminars or classes that I've taught over the decades, I would say 70% of the people, um, when they first find a, a Dale Holloway seminar, uh, they come in, as you know, I'm able to read people's energy and so on and so forth. Uh, but 70% across the board are coming in with like literally stuck pockets of old accumulated grief and sadness inside of them. So when they experience a death, a death of a loved one, um, I mean, it, it can be earth shattering for them that they don't even know what to do with it. I mean, it can like literally disorient them like that quick. And, and then they can stay in that state for days, weeks, even months. Uh, I mean, you can just begin to feel what it must be like for these parents to find out that their 11 year old child just committed suicide um, or their 14 year old teenager just committed suicide. I mean, it's just, um, I just have tremendous empathy for these people. And I have an equal empathy for the soul of the child that's exiting as well, because they're exiting out of fear in this case, um, where the soul is choosing to step down and say, no more, this is not going to land in a good place. So the soul is choosing to allow it to happen and, and get them out of a situation that all that's going to happen, they're going to go even deeper into that dark rabbit hole and possibly not get out for some time, and that that will come back and affect the soul. So um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. So again, just to recap, um, if you can give yourself permission just to be as easy uh, with yourself as you possibly can in the days and weeks ahead, if you can uh, then as you go through whatever the shock period is, that might go on for at least a few days, might even go on for a couple of weeks, because again, for any of us, that there would be a shock, especially when you didn't see it coming. And then number three, to um, begin to consider that there might be some old grief inside of you. And while you're feeling this sadness that you're currently feeling, everything is vibrational, right? And so if I'm feeling a lot of sadness right now, because I just lost somebody very dear to me to death, I'm feeling sadness, and if it turns out I have other sadness inside of me from a previous time that I haven't yet cleared, then through that frequency of sadness, that vibrational frequency, as I'm allowing myself for real now to really let myself grieve the loss of my friend or family member or whoever that person might be, as I'm allowing myself to really feel into that energy of grief and sadness, it, the act of actually feeling it most certainly can then activate hidden, old, accumulated grief and sadness inside of us. We could have grief and sadness inside of us from a relationship from five years ago that we didn't really want to end, but it ended and we never grieved it properly. So that grief. Again, I'm just giving another example of how this can play out. That grief then goes into our bodies. It eventually makes its way into our subconscious, and it goes into like a file, like into a file in a filing cabinet, and it sits there. The challenge is that energy has not died. That energy has not transmuted. That energy has been buried alive. And this is why when I see people 
even at the age of 35 and they're really, really depressed and they go into these dark holes. It's not with just what's going on right now. It's they've, what's going on right now has triggered what it is that I'm talking about, about this hidden element that's inside of them. They just, um, they forgot about it. It's not there. And that's why these types of people that find themselves in their situation, um, they need people like us. They need people like us that are aware enough and conscious enough and awake enough, but also have some tools, have some tools to assist them, or at the very least, we have a place to direct them to. So the most obvious would be to direct them to a suicide hotline if we know they're suicidal. If they're just simply depressed, then you know, direct them to Elevate, direct them to one of our podcast shows, see if you can get them to subscribe, like have them access you know, these different services that we're also putting out there for free to the community. I mean, we're really serious about this because the um, regardless of where people are at, right now people are being struck with all kinds of things. And as you've gotten from me during these Elevate calls, it's just beginning. There's going to be a lot more coming. And so for us to have that support, for us to have that support to that of each other, for us to be a part of this community that we all are, and then to come and take advantage of the community, whether it's coming to the Elevate call or it's coming to the podcast or it's coming to our Wednesday uh, noontime meditation or it's coming to one of our uh, classes online virtually or better yet, it's taking advantage of, you know, one of our amazing transformational life coaches that are in training. Um, even our transformational life coaches, some of them have been, you know, been with me now for years. Some of them have only been with me for less than a year but one of the common denominators, common denominators among all of them, especially when they get to that point where I start to endorse them personally, um, I assure you, even at that point, the training doesn't stop for them. I'm very committed to this. And I want them to stay in training. And I will do whatever I know how to do to keep them in training ongoing. Because I already know that we take that training away from them, then they start to weaken in their potency as a transformational life coach to those that they're serving as in their clients. And so this is just part of our commitment to the community to assist, not just in this case, our, our TLCs, our coaches, but then to, through them, assist whoever they're serving. And so, and that's another reason why we do things like our 2.5 free coaching sessions or our 10 free coaching sessions. It, you know, we do that, that becomes another reach out you know, to somebody that maybe is just really struggling, because obviously a lot of people are struggling, some more so than others, but wherever we can step in. So we're either stepping in individually and we're supporting them, uh, or we step in and then maybe we slowly guide them. We direct them towards something that, whether again, it's that suicide hotline or we're directing to some aspect of our service, the Dale Holloway ongoing service or the multiple services that we make available to the community, whatever that is. And just like you said, it's that there, there's something really meaningful in the deepest of ways to be a part of something that's bigger than you. And more specifically, this is going to be a message that I'm going to be coming up with here in the next couple of weeks on one of the Elevate calls about your family, your extended family, because with the weather that's coming, economically and on all other levels, uh, the idea of you being a part of something that's bigger than you, the idea of you being a part of an extended family that really gets you, 
or part of a family that's that's there to support you. And even if, it, again, even if it just means they come to the podcast and they never really announce themselves, but they come every week to the podcast to listen because somehow it helps them. It, it reminds them. It, it maybe realigns them. And because maybe they're not quite ready to expose. Maybe they're not ready to stand up and acknowledge, just like we see in the classes. Not everybody's all ready to be talking about what their stuff is. But I got to tell you, they love being in class. They love being exposed to this just in listening mode, because just sometimes in the listening mode, it, it translates into, oh, finally, there's somebody that understands me. Oh, finally, there's somebody that gets me. Oh, finally, there's some help. Or finally, I like these people as they talk because, you know, I feel like I'm in a, an energy or I feel like I'm in something where I can maybe, maybe I really can start to heal myself or maybe I really can get a handle on this. And you get the idea from there. So this is all very, very important, uh, both for ourselves to be a part of. And then equally to that is when we come across people that we know in our bones um, that we can support them in this way by not just spending some one-on-one time with them, but then directing them to something that's larger than you that can fill in all the gaps and be that support on a regular basis, uh, whatever that is that they might need from time to time. So does that help answer your question, Isabel? Thank you. Yeah. She said, um, what about feeling numb to death? That's more true for me. She says, I intellectualize it. I understand it, but I'm scared to feel it. What can I do about this? Um, it has to do with the shock of your system. I, until you get through the shock of your system, it's a double whammy, right? You've got the shock of the system. And then most people, as I said before, are terrified to go to these places, to go to these places of gr this deep grief or this deep sadness. Um, and at the root of that, it's because they're afraid of death. And quite frankly, if we get right down to it, they're probably afraid of their own death. They just don't know it yet. Or maybe they do, they just haven't touched it yet. And so that's very real for most people on the planet right now. Very real. And so, because death is the wild card. Death is the unknown. Death is... Um, uh, in order to have a good death, as the Japanese would say, uh, you have to give up all control, all control. And then someone like myself would come into play and would say things like, and in fact, I'm going to write a book on this. And, and uh, actually, I'm in, a, pro I'm in a, a period where I'm developing a program on this because I want to teach on death. And I want to uh, have just a powerful course on death as a way to minimize the fear around this thing called death. Because even before we get to our so-called death, the reality is there's death in our life. Now, maybe not every day, but there's death in our life that we are to, we are to be experiencing. It's a part of our growth. It's just people don't understand it. And, and then, of course, they're really afraid of it. So remember the fear of death, the fear part, that is, that too is the emotion. So when you have a lot of sadness or grief, it's somewhat overwhelming, plus with the shock of what, you, what it is you just learned about your friend having taken 
their last breath. And then you couple that with the fear that then gets activated. The fact that, you know, your friend died in the way that they died, um, then that in resonance is going to activate one's own fear of death. And which that fear of death has been hidden from them. It, it gets buried. It's like that old sadness. It's like that old um, uh, grief from other experiences where there was death involved or some kind of death. Uh, again, that's another reason why I want to create a course on this because there's like 21 different ways in how we die. It's it's not what you just think. Most people, are their vision of death is so freaking limited. Um, and it just isn't the truth. And so, yes, I see, please do. I'd sign up. Uh, yeah, my guess is a lot of people are going to sign up for this one big time, especially when I get out there and I start presenting why it would be a good idea for you to sign up for a class like this. It'll change everything for you in the best of ways. And so, um, but for right now, it's it's natural. It's natural that one's fear of death is going to come to the surface when someone around us has just died. So what most people do at this juncture, this is where they're going to go to their device, their vice, not device, their vice, their vice for numbing themselves down. So if the vice is, we'll just say alcohol or candy or whatever it is, you get the idea. I've talked about vices long enough in the past. So whatever the vice is, that's where they're going to go. And they're going to numb themselves down. And this is probably the biggest reason why they numb themselves down, because most people are, number one, terrified of death, mainly because they don't understand it. There's a few other reasons in there as well. But the bigger one being they just simply don't understand it. And then second to that, the fear of death ultimately implies you have to give up your need for control. For those individuals that I've been blessed to help cross over to the other side in this life, that being my life, I assure you, if you were with me in that room, you would see part of what I'm doing is I'm literally helping them to release their need for control while we're approaching their last breath. I'm also dealing with their fears while we're pro. I mean, I'm doing all the things that I would teach in this course. I'm doing all those things like literally at the speed of light because my commitment at that point is to assist them in having a successful transition. Um, and, and in that, this is part of what I end up doing. And it just, I move very quickly, like so fast. You might not even, if you were in the room watching me, you probably wouldn't be able to catch what I'm doing. You might feel what I'm doing, but you wouldn't be able to catch it because I'm at that point, I'm moving at the speed of light because that individual, the way they've lived their life, they've lived their life in a way where they've always had to control everything. Their need for control, or like we talked about, even in the, in our last class, we just did return to wholeness. Um, they, they're, um, so controlling. So they don't really have a healthy sense of good locus of control. Their sense of control is 100% negative. Now, of course, they don't know that. They might have an experience with it in their last couple of days of their life. And that in itself could be terrifying if they didn't have somebody beside them walking them through and facilitating them through an experience like this. But that's what it is. It's 
you know, when we have a fear of death, on top of the fear of death, we have a strong need for control. It's one of the reasons why some of us have become or were so intensely controlling. And the, you know, and I made a real distinction in this last class, return to wholeness. There's a real difference between someone who's controlling versus someone who simply has control. Ultimately, you get to choose what type of person you want to become. Needless to say, what I would recommend if I had my vote for you, you probably can get it from there, what the vote would be. So Thank what's you, Isabel, Isabel saying there? She okay. says, hearing this makes me realize I've tried to jump to intellectualizing death before I let myself feel the pain because of my strong control. So I control myself to not feel sad and mask it with trying to understand. She says, I bypass my own feelings to avoid feeling. Yep. And, and, and just, just, just know, at least in this part of the world, Isabel, um, I won't give you an exact count, but I know at least 60% of the people in this part of the world, the Western hemisphere of the world, that's exactly what they do. It's just, it's, it's a condition. It's a programmed condition from the collective, um, that ultimately doesn't serve them all that well. But with that said, now that you know, you can go to work on this. You can go to work on this. And even this experience, as you get through this shock period and you start really healing up uh, or allowing that sadness to be processed through, that in there too, you can also use this in a way to start to touch at least some of that fear. And just let yourself feel into the fear Feel into the fear, check in to see if your higher self was, you know, is with you. Check in to see if there's any kind of an external threat while the fear is coming up from deep within you, into your body. You'll get the answer. Your higher self is there. There's probably no external threat, meaning all the energy that you're feeling that's causing you to get really scared is all coming from inside of you. And then at that point, um, you know, use the transcovery process, maybe go to one of our meditations that we have that I'm sure you probably have in your uh, file folder there somewhere that you can access. And like, yeah, in other words, do something proactive that helps you to really um, feel into that fear, work with that fear, dialogue with that fear. And that's of course what transcovery is all about, right? So using that modality of transcovery to really connect and let yourself feel it. And then in that, your that fear will have something to teach you. That fear will have something to bless you with, believe it or not. And you'll know when that happens because then you'll feel a little more of a loosening, loosening of, the, of the grip to that of being controlling. Excellent. She says, thank you, Dale. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Isabel. That was a great question. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways 
explain to you in exact step-by-step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at dalehalawaycom forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.